Baruch Hashem, it is day number 191 of our daily study of Ramam Severa Mitzvahs. And in the three chapters a day of Mishnah Torah, we are concluding Hilchas Shkages with chapter 15 and beginning Hilchas Mechusre Kapora, chapters 1 and 2. So we have three mitzvahs today, uh, one corresponding to Hilchas Shkages and two corresponding to the new subject of Hilchas Mechusre Kapora, which I'll explain Momentarily, God willing, what that means. Okay, so first, positive commandment 68. This is our last mitzvah, which corresponds to Hilchus Shkogus. As you remember, the Shkogus means inadvertent sins, and the subject matter has been about sacrifices that are brought to atone for inadvertent sins. So we have positive commandment 68, which is the sacrifice that is brought by the rabbinic high court when they issue an incorrect legal ruling. The sacrifices that we've been speaking about so far in these halachas have been brought by individuals. And uh, this is different in that this is brought by the high court as a group. This applies when the judgment they made deals with a transgression which would have to bring a chattas, a sin offering, and they declared it permissible, and the people acted on their ruling and did something that was actually not permissible, so the high court brings this special offering. Okay. Now, positive commandment 75. This is corresponding to Hilchus Mechusre Kapara, which literally means those who lack atonement. Mechusre Kapara, those who lack atonement. What are we talking about? We're talking about people who have contracted ritual impurity and that their reinstatement to ritual purity requires the bringing of a sacrificial offering. You'll get the, the gist of it after you hear these, the two mitzvahs that we're learning today, and you'll see it's similar stuff. Positive commandment 75 is the offering of the zava. A zava, zava is a feminine word. Um, and it's referring to a woman, a woman who has a discharge. It is different than a menstrual discharge, um, although it is also from the reproductive organs. Um, and it is not natural. It's not, it's not a normal thing. It is the symptom of a malady, which a lot of times people attempt to compare to modern pathologies or pathologies that are known today by medicine, but that's not really an apt comparison. This is a special condition which was more common in the times of the temple. At any rate, when a woman contracts this malady and has this discharge and then has this state of ritual impurity, which we're not, by the way, this is not the place to get into the laws of purity and impurity. That's dealt with elsewhere. Remember, we're in the book of Carbonis right now. When we deal with Tahara, the book of ritual purity, then we'll talk more about the details about how somebody enters the state of impurity, how they leave the state of impurity. Right now, that's not the point. The point is she's a Zava. She, she contracted ritual impurity. At the end of this state of impurity, she must bring a sacrifice in order to make her purification process complete. 
Okay, so that's the point. Her, the, so today, positive commandment 75 is the carbon, the offering of the Zava to complete her purification process. All right. Similarly, positive commandment 76 is the offering that a woman brings after having given birth. When a, when a woman gives birth, she contracts ritual impurity. And in order to complete her process of purification, she brings a sacrifice. It's actually a double sacrifice, a burnt offering and a sin offering. She brings a sheep as a burnt offering and a pigeon or a turtle dove as a sin offering. And if she cannot afford that, then she could do two pigeons or two turtle doves, meaning one of them as her burnt offering and one as her sin offering. Okay. And until she does so, similar with the previous mitzvah of the Zava, she cannot partake of sacred meat. We've spoken about that before. Okay, so those are the mitzvahs today. We'll see you tomorrow, God willing.